genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 6, which is quite possibly the greatest foreplay minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Matt Thomas Marshall from Studio Red Band. And we are still on the roof! <laughs> I was, I was going to say, and I'm NBA's all-star Charles Barkley from, like, the Clerks. Oh, the Clerks. <laughs> yeah, and I'm NBA. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Fun fact, I've met Charles Barkley. <laughs> That's such a great show. Such <laughs> oh, a great yeah. show. I don't know I don't know how they Um They know. when when that show came out, if you ever do you ever listen to the uh commentaries on the DVDs for that? Yeah, like a long time ago. Yeah. So, so dig it up and listen to all that stuff again. So basically what happened was first its first problem was it came out in the nineties and when there was still like network mm. television where you couldn't put shows out like that. So like they yeah. were getting studio notes like Jane Silent Bob can't be drug dealers. And they're like, uh, that's kind of their whole thing. <laughs> they sell drugs. <laughs> so it was all stuff like that. And uh, Kevin said he took a meeting one time, and he's in there with like one of the lawyers, and he's like, you can't do this, can't do this. And he's like, you know what? If I can't do this, I can't do that. Why the hell did you even buy the show? And the lawyer just goes, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, that's when I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> and then it aired against the first season of Survivor. Oh, damn. So it was just yeah, like, it, they, I think they aired like two episodes, and then it was like, goodbye. It was so it ended up being a show nobody really wanted, and then it did shitty in the ratings, and then it was like goodbye. But if you ever watch the six episodes, they're funny. Oh yeah, yeah, all of them. Like wow, my favorite line is "Can the virus kill the grimace?" <laughs> Nothing can kill the grimace. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. All right, so the, oh, the you know the the Beverly Hills Cop stuff's amazing in there too. Oh, you went, come on, Axel. <laughs> Judge Reinhold runs out of the court. Oh, it's like it's very. I, I think it's smarter than this, but it, it's a lot like Family Guy, where it's like just weird shits happening all over the place, and you're like, "What?" Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like a, <laughs> the one episode becomes like anime for like the last five minutes for no reason. <laughs> all right, so we'll, we're avoiding the fact that we're in the middle of minute six here, and not much happens. So <laughs> I, minute, I minute feel six. Like we're back on clerks. We're in the I, video store. <laughs> oh yeah, well that, there was some bad moments there at the end of that one. <laughs> minute six begins with uh, T.S. playing golf with a musket, which I don't advise. And ends with T.S. leaving. Uh, my first note is she's trying to break his balls, but not doing it very well. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing I have is their banter is not great. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I thought the last scene, I thought they were okay. They had decent chemistry. There were some good lines in there as much as we ripped apart the, uh, you know, the Oscar Wilde stuff. <laughs> but, like, this one's, like, <laughs> this is, like, a 60% less funny than the last minute was. Yeah. I guess I can see why this got cut. Yeah. But... Still nice to see. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those, like, yeah, it's it's good to see that. But you would have either had to cut around this to, like, make it shorter, and then I, I think you lose what you're going for, or add more jokes or something. But, yeah, this scene doesn't – this part of this, in this minute doesn't work very well. <clears throat> um, I also have in my notes that this is the third time he points that gun at her. <laughs> it sure it, is. It's starting to really bother me. <laughs> I is, mean, do they say if that's a prop gun or if that's a real gun? Well, <laughs> I mean, eventually, yeah, it should be a prop gun, but we're going to find out later that it's not. So if you take it, what yeah, if you take what happens later as the truth, then he is pointing a loaded firearm at her from, you know, two feet away, <laughs> which anyone who's ever taken any gun safety course would know you never, ever point any gun anybody at anybody. Because why, Chris, you treat all guns as loaded. 
There you go. Oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> you treat every gun, you treat every time you're handling a gun, you treat it like it's loaded. I, I agree with that. That's how you don't end up blowing people's faces off by accident. <laughs> because, like, say, even if this was, like, now it should be a replica, so it's, the whole barrel should be cemented, or, like, just, you know, it should have no real barrel to it to shoot anything. But say it was, like, blanks. Like, even stuff flies out when you shoot blanks. Like, the fire it, comes out of the end, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, it yeah. still expels. The gas is still right. expel. That's how Brandon Lee died. I believe there was something, a part of the brass or something got stuck in the barrel. So when oh. the guy pulled the trigger the next time, it blew that out. I uh, thought there was some conspiracy theory where there was a real bullet in there. Do I really have to explain conspiracy theories? <laughs> true, true, yeah. But I thought there was something proven about it. No, I mean, it? it can happen, but that's why if you've ever, I mean, if they're going to shoot even blanks on, like, a movie set, they have, like, a big meeting, everything's supposed to be checked and double-checked and triple-checked, and you still hear weird yeah. stories like this. Yeah, I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified of that if I was an actor. Like, you, you hear like, even, like... Like, squibs going off early or too late and, like, burning people and... Yeah, um, like Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer and uh, Nighthawks, that squib, that squib uh, blew up on the, like, on the inside rather than shooting out and like, blew in. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> nice, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, backfire kind of? Yeah, yes. look at him. What an, what an actor. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one and I remember... first blood, when he's running into the cave, he almost loses his finger because of a squib. That one I do remember. That one I remember. Uh, the latest one I heard, this is not even a squib one, but uh, have you guys ever seen the show Dexter, or familiar with it at least? Yeah, my, my wife watched, used to watch that show a lot. All right, so spoiler alert for pretty much every episode of Dexter. At some point, he has somebody, like, saran wrap to a table, basically, like plastic wrapped down, <laughs> and then Ooh. he takes a knife and he stabs him right in the chest. Also, spoiler alert, they don't use a real knife. They use uh, a knife that basically retracts the blade. As it goes right, in. Yeah, the handle. Kind of so thing. they were doing a scene with, I think Jimmy Smith was the one actually doing the stabbing, and he picked up the wrong knife. Oh. Uh, so he had the real knife, and he jammed it down onto the guy. Well, they also wear underneath, they wear like a metal plate as like a backup, it. just in case, and it went right down on the metal plate. Oh, they said they right. had, re- and there's also like, they rehearsed the scene like 10 times, and out of the 10 times, Jimmy Smith only hit the plate like five times. Oh. So. Wow. Why would they have a real knife there at all? Why would they? Why would they just not you make? You see this all stuff all the time. time. This stuff happens all the time. They do stuff that like this. That doesn't make any sense. Dang! It's only afterwards where you're like, why the? Why is there even a real one here? Well, after that, they didn't have a yeah. real one. Yeah, yeah. You think like uh, they have a big sit down with like the stunt stunt people and the props after that, and they're like, um, yeah. I think we have a problem here. <laughs> get all fake knives out here and get rid of the stuff that's real right okay. now. Yeah. So. uh. The thing you really need to learn from this minute, folks, if you're watching it, is don't point guns at your girlfriends. And then after you point guns at them, don't drag them to their feet and then, uh, uh, you know, partially rape them from behind. <laughs> Begin humping them from behind, yeah. Although, I mean, obviously I'm joking about that. It's, it's, this is like it's the okay. goofy, it, no, it's, this is the goofy shit <laughs> people do in relationships, though. No, you're right. Yeah. And to be fair, he gets, uh, he does pull her up and do that. And then she's like, get off me. And he's like, all right. <laughs> this is the type of stuff that if you did it with if it's just you and your wife or you and your girlfriend it's funny right but like if somebody observed you doing it they'd be like oh you're gross yeah stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of gross in this to be honest with you yeah she's, she's kind of like fighting them off a little but she's giggly so it seems okay but it's a little gross Next thing you know, you're like lying face down in the middle of the concrete. You're like, what the hell happened? Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah. What makes it gross or not gross 
if this is your girlfriend and this is not the first time you've done this and this is just something you guys do where you joke around about this, right, then, it's it, then it's not gross. If this is yeah. your girlfriend and this is the first time you've ever done this, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, if you are just casually acquainted with this person, uh, <laughs> that's assault, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no means no, just so you know. Well, that and I've seen people do stuff like this to people who are they are not in a relationship with. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Usually, like, five beers in, this is the kind of nonsense that goes on. And that is, uh, that is no bueno. <laughs> you mean that's not how you pick a girl up at the bar? <laughs> well, depends on what kind of girl you're looking for. <laughs> or guy, you know, whatever you're into. Long, long way from the, uh, caveman club day. <laughs> yeah. Where they were just horrible. Yeah, it went He literally well, says, it's not how to do it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he literally says, you just do your, uh, work here while I take you from behind. That's what he says. Oh, you know what? Having listened to that and heard Kevin Smith's stories on, like, Smodcast, I know exactly where that line came from. Remember, oh. he tells the stories about, like, trying to do that to his wife. So you know he was doing that stuff for where he said the one time where he's trying – and I'm not telling tales out of school here because he tells this on Smodcast. Um, they were getting ready to go somewhere, and he tried to have sex with her. She was, I think she was standing naked in front of the mirror. Oh, I heard this one, too. And he's, like, trying to have sex with her, and she's like, we don't have time. And he's like, what did he say? How about I – Just I'll, let me look at you while I jerk off. Yeah, but it wasn't just let me look at you. It was like, let me look at your butthole. <laughs> yeah, let me look at your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he says the same thing in his diary. I have one of his diaries, and I was I'm, I was reading that, and, like, there's so like, it's it's like, you know, the, the diary is so repetitive, right? But, like, I like all the stuff that he does day to day. But, uh, yeah, he has a lot of those where he's, like, like trying to get with his wife in the middle of the night. She's like, no, like, let me just, you know, Jerk off on your ass or something like that. It's like, <laughs> like get out of here. See, th- that's so like that's so foreign to like the way I would act. Where like if my wife says no, I'm just like whatever. <laughs> right. You would at least leave the room and finish off if you wanted to, but not you know not order. <laughs> well, um, there's a comedian named Bill Burr who I love, and he tells a story about uh, when, especially when women will use sex as a weapon of just being like, well, then you're just not going to get any. He's like, I've never understood why that was a threat. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know who never tells me no? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes always means yes with me. Bye. (laughs) All right, I I think we have talked about everything in this minute, because there's literally nothing. What's the odd look? When he says we're going to Florida in 17 hours or whatever, he says, she kind of looks at her stopwatch and makes a little weird face. Like, does she already know she's not going to Florida at this point? I think she does. She's got to know by now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think she knows. Yeah, well, then she, she should have told him then, because then, then maybe well, some of the, the nonsense later won't happen. <laughs> uh, you know how it is. Chicks, am I right? <laughs> yep. I don't know. Yeah, th- I mean, what it is a good microcosm of for this week, or the two and a half minutes where these guys are together, they could be any typical 22-year-old couple. Yeah. Where they're, they're in a relationship, this is probably their, maybe not their first serious relationship they've ever been in, but their first really serious relationship where you're like, oh yeah, this 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 could be the person who I actually try to spend my life with. Mm-hmm. Not just some person who I'm like, well, I enjoy sleeping with them. <laughs> and that's nice. <laughs> so I'm sure if we went back to the 22-year-old versions of ourselves and you had to watch a three-minute clip of you interacting with the opposite sex, there'd be a lot of moments like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the tragically unhip moments of like, oh, what was I doing? <laughs> All right, well, I think we know what we're doing. I do not have anything left. Chris, do you have anything? Um, 
No, that's it. No more, uh, you don't need to talk about any more about not assaulting people or pointing guns at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I'm looking for more Oscar Wilde quotes, but I can't find any of them. Well, that's a damn shame. <laughs> uh, Matt, do you have anything else? No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. All right. You know, I well, did have something. Well, oh, you know. for God's uh, sake. <laughs> How's she going to see him with the telescope on stage? You don't know where the stage is. I don't know. Is it inside the building? Uh, it's probably an outside stage. Okay. Could be an outside stage. I'm just uh, now I gotta see. Now you started talking, and I watched the last couple seconds again. Now I gotta watch them again. I'm just curious. And watch if you go to if you have it up, go yeah. to second fifty four, and then play it to the end or fifty three or fifty four, and watch Jeremy London trip as he gets off screen. He's backing up and he trips over something. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, oh. <laughs> That's what happens when you watch the same minute nine hundred times. You yeah. notice stuff like that. I'm gonna send that in to shit that should not be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is a movie I got. I gotta go and, and, and watch again. Definitely a movie I gotta do. Yeah. Well, and when you go to watch it, if you watch if you watch the other cut, you'll be like, wait a minute, where are the minutes I talked about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy. Have you guys gone to see any of his like stand up shows or anything, or any of his premiere? Um, I have seen him do Hollywood Babylon, and I've seen his solo stand up show. Yeah. Oh, Babylon's it's a funny show. He just tweeted out today that um his stand up's going to be on Showtime. Oh sweet! Oh yeah, his the heart attack stand up. Yeah, it was the, uh, oh. the night that he almost died. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it was the show. This is the first show he did that night, and then he had the heart attack before the second show. Oh my goodness! Crazy! Oh my goodness! I, I, when I saw him, I was like really surprised. It was really like thinned out. I saw him at Fantasia for yoga, uh, yoga hosers. So he came in and did the whole like uh, did a whole talk. He talked. The intro was so long. That the memory card for the press section ran out. Oh my god! <laughs> this surprise no, no more memory, and he's still talking. And people were like laughing at, him, pointing to the screen. And he turned around, and he looked up, and he was like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, when we went to uh, see his like whatever his stand-up show is, and he's just like, "All right," he, you know, he does like his you know one-hour opening, and then he's just like, uh, "All right, I'm gonna take some questions," and then people start getting up, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" No more than like four people get up because. We're never gonna get through more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long. Every an- every answer is at like thirty minutes. Oh yeah, he's far from Silent Bob in real life. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Like, well, he like, always says that people people hear him talking. They're like, I wish Silent Bob would just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like after the show, like when we left, we saw him outside, and he was like, I was standing next to him for like ten minutes waiting to talk to him, but he was answering some guy's question out there, some young filmmaker. And when we went in, um. There's a show called Channel Zero on YouTube, and they were there, like, uh, when we got there in the beginning, when he was, like, on the red carpet kind of thing. And if you check out that video, I'm standing, like, right beside him, also waiting to talk to him. But both times, I didn't get a chance, and I was like, shit, man. That would have been awesome. So, all right. All right, Chris, it will be your job to post, to try to find that clip and put it up in the, the listeners group. <laughs> yeah, I'll send that to you. I'll look it up. I'll send it to you. How much? Yeah. I'll send you the, uh, we got, we got all the others. We record all the other stuff too. Cause we were like in the front, front two rows. So I can send all that all to right. you guys if you want to check it out. All right. Well, before we go, Matt wants to tell everybody one last time where they can find all your stuff. Um, you can find the old school Rambo Mania on Studio Red Band on YouTube, on the Studio Red Band channel. Uh, we also have some, uh, new Rambo Mania coming out on June 6th. That will be on archive.org. Uh, you can also find another show I do 
called the ACU, an alternate cinematic universe on archive.org. And uh, we're working on a, a Cobra Cobra podcast coming out on the 23rd, which should also be over there on archive.org. And we're looking at talking with uh, David Friedman about filming the car chase scene right now. we got Karen Kondazian who came in to talk about her scene that was cut out of the film. She had like a struggle scene with uh, Brian Thompson where they, they just gut her. They chopped her up into little pieces. Um, that, that didn't get to, uh, to be in the movie. And uh, Mr. Andy Robinson is going to be talking to him about um, the further plans of you know having him come back at, as to be revealed as the leader of the NWO in Cobra 2, which never happened. So a lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff over there right now. All right, Chris, I will I will take it off of you. I will do the, the stuff. <laughs> All right, so you can find us uh, over at DuelingGenre.com with a bunch of other minute podcasts and some uh, other original entertainment that they do over there. Make sure you check it out. It's got a lot of good stuff. Um, you can always check us out at the Burbs Minute, where we did the Burbs Minute by Minute, our first endeavor into this. I'm also over at Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast, where we break down all of Stallone's movies one at a time. Um, our pace has slowed a little bit, but we're still doing it, I promise. Um, also, uh, make sure you check out the original, the OG Minute podcast, the Star Wars Minute, which just recently finished up Revenge of the Sith. They have done six movies. Wow. Six Star Wars movies. Yeah. And the last three were the prequels. <laughs> so, Damn. I mean, if you, pa- if you pass one of those guys in the street, you just, you just, just give them a hug or something. Thank them for their service. <laughs> yes, that is, that is some yeoman's work there to go through that. I mean, they, they, they must be, listen. Oh my god, if they, I mean, I don't know how they feel about The Force Awakens, but after slogging through the three prequels, it's still gotta be like, oh, thank god. Oh, they're gonna love it now, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they're in, uh, the situation now. When they first started that show, there was only the six movies, <laughs> and by the time they got, like, halfway into it, Disney's blowing one out every year. <laughs> wow, so, like, they had an en- they had an ending point at one point, and now they don't. Are they doing Rogue One and Solo and... I think they are. Really? Wow. Well, did they say that there's going to be, like, a Star Wars movie every year until the end of time now? Like, they're just going to keep going? Oh, listen, if uh, if Disney has their way, there will be, because um, they're just printing yeah. money every time they put them out. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's like, uh, what was what was this one they were complaining about? Was it, was it Last Jedi? They're like, oh, Last Jedi didn't do that well. Yeah, it's only, like, the fourth highest grossing movie ever. <laughs> wow. Didn't do that well. Like, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. That's incredible. Think about it. They had The Last Jedi and Infinity War the same year. Jeez. For Disney. Wow. Yeah, they, they got it made. Like, they're, you know... Soon, soon like, Marvel Marvel's going to buy out DC. You think so? We're going to get, like, a Spider-Man, well, Batman movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the problem is DC's backed by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers is a big thing, too. So Wow. I don't know. I don't, I'm not even totally sure that Fox deal is going to be down. Why am I still talking? All right. So, like, Clint Eastwood's going to be involved in the next DC movie, Clint Eastwood, and, uh... Peter Jackson are going to do uh, Suicide Squad and uh, Justice League 2. But I also heard that there was going to be uh, Birds of Prey movies. I don't know. Maybe I get that wrong. but I don't know. I, I no longer trust the internet for what's coming out. <laughs> All right. I got one final question for you guys. Yeah. Do you want a chocolate-covered pretzel? Absolutely. Absolutely not, actually. <laughs> <When I think laughs> <about it. laughs> Too late. Eat it. 